0: Hey team, this is Wayne Smith and this is the Olympia Boxing Podcast. So today I'm with one of our partners that we do lots and lots of work with and it's a great guest and it's Daniel Bromley from Kent Sport. Kent Sport, uh, the county sport partnership across kent that cover lots of different sports and um helping getting sport into the community so i thought it'd be a great idea to get get dan on because i do lots of work with satellites clubs in schools and community centers um with kent sport and through dan so i thought it'd be fantastic to sit down with dan and uh, to tell his story and talk about kent sport and our partnership so hello dan how you doing mate hello hello wayne hello everybody
1: yeah, looking forward to it.
0: Good, excellent buddy. Good, good, good. So yeah, we're just gonna have a we're just going quick run through, have a nice conversation, let everyone know about Kent Sport and the satellite clubs and everything else that's going on. All right, so if I start
1: with like, if you can tell everyone like who you are and what your role is. Of course, yes. Uh, so yeah, as Wayne says, I'm Daniel Bromley. So my official title is Satellite Club Development Officer and uh, work across a lot of the children, and young people programs we have here at Kent Sport. Um, So yeah, as I say, my role generally is working with teenagers through that Satellite Club programme, trying to get them more active off their Xboxes, you know, away from Love Island, all of those things that are, uh, you know, we're competing with. Um, So we're we're doing a lot of work there and just trying to work with uh, the least active young people and, as I say, young people that are from more deprived backgrounds, uh, disability groups, females, we're just trying to get the most underrepresented groups of sport, More active, and Mm, and we're already seeing yeah, and that's it. We're already seeing a bit of a shift in uh, active lives data, things like that 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 we also feed into. So one of my roles is working across that and trying to actually assess all of the work we're doing and everybody's doing. You guys at Boxing how that is having an effect on physical activity levels. So that's one of the other areas where we do we actually survey. Uh, through school networks, the uh, the young people, and how what, what impact is this actually having? Brilliant. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, that's me, and that's the, what you do, yeah. Yeah, so. that's a bit of me at the moment, and as I say, I work very close to the viewers and those. So. Yeah,
0: great. So like for those that. Like, Know Kent, Kent Sport, like I've covered like your accounting sport partnership, but not many people understand what that is. If you just want to tell to say a bit about what Kent Sport does and who you are, yeah, of course.
1: So, uh, so we're actually recently changed, Wayne, you know, it's we're, we're actually now known as Active Partnership. So, it's, oh, are uh, you? A oh, bit yeah, of a change, educating and, and, me. yeah, that's fine. And everyone else, yeah, as I say, in terms of the reason they changed that name, is more because of the word sport can actually put people. In some respects, and as I say, a lot of people were changing their names in counties to active sector. We start. We're staying with Kent Sport. Obviously, we work within the Kent and Sport Physical Activity Service. So um, you know, we, we're focusing on that. But yeah, so really, Kent Sport. Uh, we work with all different partners and agencies. So we're slightly mm-hmm. removed from the front line in many respects. In terms of, we will work with partners like yourselves, yeah. with sports clubs, with leisure trusts, with organisations to get the county more active. Um, and in recent years, because uh, a lot of our funding comes in—if not most—comes um, yeah. from Sport England. So their directive has changed to work from five up, you know. Now, so five to one hundred and five, if you like. Yeah. So there's lots of you know there's around. I say off the top of my head. not have to get. There's a, a team of twenty plus of us that are working. Yeah. So what, different age groups? So what?
0: Um, how many sides to Kent Sport is there? Because obviously you're you're the satellite development officer. Yeah. Um, we know, like we've got Sophie Ward, fundership, yeah. uh, funding partnership manager. Yeah um louisa arnold she's network coaching network officer and yeah, she yeah. What, what else is
1: there in kent sport so, well i'm gonna i'm gonna leave someone out yeah. here and i'm gonna uh, get right, yeah, off. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's a few of same not necessarily names guys? but like what yeah. t-
0: what i'm trying to get at is is what what different kind of teams i know you're all one team but like different yeah. jobs is there in kent sport yeah. that you cover like the the overall picture of what kent sport covers yeah it's probably
1: helpful to talk through um we have themed groups so mm-hmm. regularly we meet and in, in these big groups, so we have a children and young people group, which pulls yeah. together the work we do with primary schools and the advice we give around the primary premium. Uh, we have uh, David Marr, we're one of the luckiest right, partnerships, yeah. there's only uh, 11 that have got a, a local coordinator in place, so we've got one of those. Obviously we then have the Kent School Games, which a lot of people know about, um, so we have offices that work on that, so we have a children and young people group. We also have an insight, monitoring, evaluation group. So there's a lot of people in the team that have that expertise around looking at data, looking at activity trends, looking at what things are working with the least active people. So there's groups there. Um, Mm -hmm. Yep, like you mentioned, Sophie. There, so we have a a funding and facilities group. So we have various funding pots um, for individuals, uh, fan scheme, tennis performers, capital grant scheme for sport, which is a KCC fund that you can access up to ten thousand pounds for facilities. Uh, so you know there's there's another group there that sit together Uh, so yeah there's so many different things we do there is a lot and (laughs) and, and and one of the big things for us now as Kent Sport is tackling the inactivity agenda so there are lots of staff that are looking really at new projects pilot projects if you like in terms of you know how can we get to the most inactive people and how can we what are the networks we can work with so working with for example you mentioned Louisa um, you know and I Louise uh, is also working in our team who are looking to work with leisure trust providers to mm-hmm. see how they can get them to not have these pictures of muscly, really active yeah, people yeah, yeah, and yeah, sort of put that put you know, put people off and actually just the change of approach from even from the reception desk coming into a sports centre how can you change to be more welcoming to those that you know, physical activity is just not on their radar. No, anymore. it scares and a lot of people, yeah, doesn't it? Scares it scares a lot of people away. So there's a lot of work we're doing and, and, you know, funding cycles from Sport England, which dictates a lot of our work, is obviously, it comes in you know, it cycles from 2016 to 20, uh, 2017, sorry, to 2021 period now. And this period, I mean, a lot of the feedback we're getting is, this is about finding out your communities, finding out more about them in this period. And then hopefully going forward, we can use all this information we've gathered over the last four years to actually then really drive that on and know what's worked and actually then kick on more and, and to say we're expecting and so they've just had a first, uh, Sport England have just done their first uh, introductory strategy planning consultation webinar and just a little bit of what they're thinking mm-hmm. and then there's going to be some more consultation with Sport England and how we really drive forward all of what we've taken for the last four years. Of course we've been delivering things as you well know, yeah. things have been happening yeah. and there's you know we've developed um, you know, a new park run on Sheppie, uh, we're working very closely with that. We've got everyday active campaign through Kent Sport. So, you know, when we're trying to you know, put things out there for people to get active in their daily life, through their workplace, go out for walks. Yeah, because you, your steps. team does that, doesn't it? it do, you're yeah. often
0: posting a lot, like, about your lunchtime yeah, walks. Yeah, well, that's it. First just, Wednesday of every month,
1: yeah. yeah, we go out and we have a walk, and, we do, and we're in a massive building here in yeah. KCC with, uh, you know, I think it's over 500 people here so you know we're trying to get more people out and join us for walks and and, and the impact that has, and you know, in terms of mental wellbeing, yeah. you know, just get away from your desk for a bit, and those get, it's more productive it, in the afternoon as well. It, isn't you know, it? people think, oh, you can't come away yeah. from my desk for half an hour, but actually, you'll probably do half an hour's more work right. in the afternoon than you would if you stayed yeah. there so, I've try, I'm sometimes. trying to implement that into my work yeah. life as well. Uh, yeah, right. and I did yeah. it as a New Year's resolution last year. Got yeah. out every every lunchtime, no matter what, trying right. to try to have a walk if I was just in the office all day. So yeah, yeah and, it, and it definitely helps. And, and they're the sort of. Slowly, softly, softly things we're trying to do, uh, you know, to, to get the least active active. And then hopefully we can then build them on. And then, yeah, there's there are those things like Parkrun, you know, mm. and Couch the 5K programs that we're trying to work with these people to get them more active. Um, so, yeah, there's a, as I say, I hope I've right. probably missed a few things that we're doing. No, we, we that's fine. No, that's so great. because no, there's it, so much new stuff happening.
0: What it's right? doing is it, it's enabling, like, the listeners to hear what Kent Sport are doing, do you know, and, and the different, like, the different kind of programs that they're looking at, different sports, not just sports though, is it? Like you're talking about Couch to 5K and stuff. That yeah. is just about getting people physically active. It's yeah, not yes, about yes. sport, yeah. that's about engaging in just being active, like, yes. which is fantastic. Yes. And, I, and I think that's
1: where as well, with, with Sport England's focus, You know, one of the things I went to the, the conference of the, the Active Partnership mm. launched last year, and, and the, the top guy, uh, Tim Honingworth at uh, Sport England sort of said, we want to get people physically active to prepare them for sports so yeah. that's why we you know we still think sports important of course it is mm. but to get those inactive people there you've got to deal with that yeah. slowly we
0: still have the same like i have we've received lots of messages like saying um i don't think i'm fit enough to come to your club so that's mm. a it's a mentality that we have to get over yeah. like i explain to people people like i said well, what do you think you do when you get to the club we don't have athletes walk through the door and then start out mm. to learn yeah. how to box for instance after you get fit by attending yeah. like, and and it's such a a mental breakdown for some people i'm not fit enough to go to that like that it stops them yeah.
1: and that's a barrier yeah. that, that we all are trying to break down yeah. don't we? that's it and we work with national governing bodies with their programs you know so you know there's a lot of walking programs now yeah. walking football walking netball you know in the previous program you know or, um, you know back to netball for example mm. those sorts of programs that you know are trying to get people into yeah. the sport, but at a lower level. So yeah, you know, sport yeah. is still not seen as something that's for the fit and healthy. No, and, uh, that's right? Yeah, like the, that walking
0: football I think is absolutely
1: fantastic. Yeah. I've watched it a couple of times,
0: and what a great way to keep older people getting in, like getting active and playing. Like back to some of them guys have not played football for. God, no, like thirty years, some of yeah, them, like, and exactly. they're thinking that they can't do it anymore because they they've got old and stuff like that later on in their age. Like they're thinking, oh, we can't do that anymore. Yes, you can. Like, mm-hmm. get it out there, do it. Like, oh, I've no. got an eighty-three-year-old that comes in my gym and does boxing yeah, once see, a week. Yeah. You know, he's fantastic, <laughs> and that is enough to show you that yeah. you until until like without i don't know that's the easiest way to say but until that nail's put down in that coffin mate you can keep going like just keep going all the time you're allowed isn't it exactly why stop why stop? so going back to like i it's going over to sports like how many sports do you do does kent sport currently work with or 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 have partnerships with
1: yeah that's an interesting question man Mm. it's forever changing Mm. and i think the you can't put a number on it to it, to be really honest but Sport England uh, recognising excess of 90 sports off yeah. top of my head. I had a quick yeah. look <laughs> before coming, yeah. you know, in terms of <coughs> the breadth that we work with, but again, talking about the different types, we're, we're open to different activities mm. now and things, so, you know, the, there is no no, um, no limit to who we can try and work with. No. We are trying to be more, get people more fit There's certain things that, obviously, you know, you need to be affiliated to, you know, government bodies with certain things, yeah. you know, access to, to programmes and things and recommendations from NGBs, but... Yeah, generally speaking we're you know we're, we're open to who we work with and yes you know, we're working with some these different sports sports now all and, the time yeah, yeah. there's all you know emerging sports you know from from my personal perspective over the last sort of five years you know handballs become massive for example yeah you know and, and these are the sorts of sports particularly in schools where well actually everybody's you know generally picked up or caught it and done something you know mm. so to actually then bring in a new sport where everyone's on a level playing yeah them, they've been really positive as well and you know and a, Done work with um, parkour, so yeah, that's, getting bigger, and, that's yeah, getting bigger. It's getting bigger. I'm yeah, seeing that pop up all over the place yeah, in the community yeah, now, exactly. So, that you know, those sorts of sports we you know that are coming through, and you know, people can know about them. Yeah, and obviously, just for those who don't know, parkour is obviously the free running, so it's yeah. cool, you know, just moving, jumping across railings onto yeah. things and steps, and you know, just being physically active, you know, jumping around and actually. Being a bit like a kid in many fun. respects, yeah, that's it's right. fun. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's in terms of number of sports, yeah, it's, it's hard to put a number on it. To be honest with you, but as I say, we're working with, with all of those sports, and you know, yeah, so as long as it's getting people yeah, through yeah, the right. improving mental well being, and yeah, we're all for it. Good. So, so what's your what's your background in sport? Yeah. So my background, from um, from a from a my own perspective, in terms of what I've done, I've been a uh, unfortunately. Or, or fortunately it depends where you look at it in the, the good old football, but mm. boy, as boring as it is, as I say that was the family I was uh, brought up yeah. in, and uh, dad taking me on a milk crate to watch West Ham at the old Upton Park Brilliant. ground, good and uh, for whatever yeah. reason I was inspired, and they like, <laughs> snuck a one 0 win against Bristol Rovers, I think. God <laughs> uh, knows when that was, uh, early nineties, and um, yeah, as I say, and, uh, you know that uh, my my passions always been taken up football, and where, where I actually grew up uh, in a place called West Kingsdown in yeah. Seven Oaks. Um, You know, we we didn't have a lot there, you know. We literally, we didn't have a bus route, we didn't have anything that you would say is like a sports recreation ground or, or, well, not anything where you've got what you got now with sports facilities. Yeah. You know, we we did have the literal what we call it was the Gamecock Meadow. So we had a meadow field. Yeah, and that's where
0: I think that I believe that's where the the new boxing, yeah, club the new boxing club is. They're was doing fantastic. It's great to see yeah. that, yeah.
1: that nothing like that was there. There's a skate park there now. There was no, all we had was two football pitches. Yeah. And as I say, no bus route to go anywhere else. No. So in less, no gym in the in the village or anything like that. So you, you wanted to be active mm. you, you did your running or your things yourself or you played in a sport context you played football you, you played play for football. the local club west Kingsdown Racers. races yeah so uh yeah that was did you their top scorer god no <laughs> no i think i scored one one goal, <laughs> did one you, goal what in, was your in, position yeah well i, was, I was started off as a goalkeeper did you um, yeah yeah started, i used to love Used to support Man United uh, mm. before my dad took me to West Ham, and I was mm. inspired by Peter Schmeichel, their goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. And uh,
0: yeah. A, yeah, same as me. I was the
1: goalkeeper. Yeah, so I was a goalkeeper, and I was a, but then I got too bored for that, and I went to go on yeah. pitch, and then I became a, a centre back and centre uh, played back. in defence. And yeah, my scoring record isn't great <laughs> over, there, over the 20 years, but unfortunately, yeah. So I still, still, uh, now I've actually um, moved into refereeing. So Have i am yeah, yeah. so doing, doing refereeing run, in yeah. my own time as well. Uh, doing that at the weekends, unfortunately i had a, I had a knee injury, um, as you well know, so yeah. i had a surgery on that, so it's put me put me on the sidelines, um, at least it's been through the winter, so mm. at least uh, I'll, be, right. I'll be fit and ready for when the sun's shining again, so Good. yeah that's a bit about me, and then in terms of my work remit, um, so I actually started here at Kent Sport, uh, you know, around the Olympic le- uh, legacy time, you yeah. I came in and I actually if there's anyone listening, that's a young person that's looking to get into sport. All I did was asked if I could volunteer during that Olympic, being the build up to the Olympics, and there was a, a placement here. Bianca, who is our, uh, you know, who, who does a lot of our safeguarding and our, yeah. our work experience uh, placements as well, she actually gave me. She's still here now. She gave me a, a position uh, working, and I worked on a, a community games program, volunteer doing that, uh, getting little village community games set up in the build up to the Olympics, and. Um, Yeah, before that, I'd I'd coached, but in terms of sports development, that was my first step into sports development. And um, yeah, say, and then I yeah went on to get a job here and worked here for a little while. And then I went and worked in a school sport partnership as a school games organizer, as 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 you well know. Some of the great people that we have around the county, so I was one of those for a while, and that gave me a really good footing in terms of the the school sport landscape and, you know, working there, running competitions, running a package that we had down in Folkestone for the yeah, school. Building and up all that experience. Yeah, that's it. And trying to just support primary schools to yeah. deliver on the, the money that they now get yeah. through yeah. directly through government and we were trying to help them to, to deliver that. So yeah, and then it came full circle and I came back to Kent Sport. It was an opportunity that mm. arose to to deliver the satellite club programme and it was uh, one that was really keen so, to that's,
0: And that's and that's really good because all that experience is there working within the schools and that you've been able to see what like what is needed by these satellite yeah. clubs and why they're needed, haven't you? So yeah. it makes it makes it easier for you to understand. And then when you're speaking with coaches and stuff, you can identify the same things, can't you? Yeah, definitely. No, no, so, yeah, that's a bit about me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right, no, good stuff. So, yeah, so we do, God, I, I should have done my research before I came into the interview, was um, how many satellite clubs we're delivering with you at the minute. Oh, right, yes, we've so got, we've got quite down. a lot, haven't we? we have got that down, yeah. Have so you got, got that? Really that really down. We I did come
1: slightly prepared. Um, so, well, we've been working together since 2015 uh, even. So yeah. um, it was with uh, with one of your colleagues at the time, Lee, that's it, yeah. So we, did a, we, did, we were doing a few with him and they were all really, really popular. We even went and filmed the one at uh, St. Simon's Stock. In that's Manchester, right, Robert. yeah. Uh, yeah, really great. And um, yeah, so you, since then, we've, we've embarked on 44 different projects. Wow. And, um, that, you know, in terms of, some of them might be the same ones where we've, we've yeah. helped them along again. But uh, yeah, so there's around 44 projects we've worked on since then. So that, you know, it's been really positive. Um, there's three programmes running today, that I know, yeah. of there's yeah. satellite <laughs> clubs. Three yeah. you've got
0: Nexus, Five Acre Wood, and Meadowfield, all SEN projects. Yeah, all SEN, they're, they're that's running today. Yeah, we always
1: see the your, your tweets and things popping up, yeah. and what's going on on that day. So yeah, and as I say, it's really kicked on, hasn't it, in the last, I would say, probably last 18 months to yeah. two years, and we've done so much. And as I have just made a bit of a note here, since April last year, we had 29 clubs running with you or, yeah. or with partners that have brought your coaches yeah. in. And so, we've, yeah, we funded those through the Satellite Club programme. Um, yeah, and as I say, it's really getting popular and we're really grateful growing, for, for, the for the work yeah. that you guys do and to be able to provide that, that workforce to, yeah. to go out and But deliver.
0: it's right, isn't it? And it's working. it works both ways, though, doesn't it? Like, you, like, you're looking to strive to get people physically active, same as we are, but we, we obviously deliver as, but the, um but like the data 's proven itself the numbers that we 're creating and, and getting active like across the board from physical disabilities, mental disabilities like anything like um deprived backgrounds like yeah. we 're getting so many people now active and, and that are enjoying it, but not only just getting them active they're also they're getting signposted into these different clubs mm-hmm. and they're now continuing their journey in sport, yeah, aren't
1: they? that's it. And, and what's really worked well for us, as I say, that last two years, in, in January 2018, we released our research that we did with County Christchurch University and, and we went into five schools in our most deprived areas and, and as I say, in, in our priority as and one of the things we mm-hmm. should have said about Kent Sport is we have particular priority areas. We, we focus on uh, the whole county but we have priority areas in in Swale, Sheppey area, yeah. uh, Folkestone, Medway and Fannett. And we went into five schools, four of which were in those deprived areas and we actually asked the, the PE staff to tell us, can we, can we and the university come in and just interview and do some research yeah. with the kids that do not do your PE, don't do your after school clubs and can we just sit down and find out what it is they really want to do and you know, and, and what is it they expect from their coach, what is it they expect from... Um, you know the the promotion of the activity, mm. what they want that to look like to get them to go and, and get some. We got some really useful insight um, from them and just how they want you know their sessions to be delivered. But one of the things importantly from from the boxing perspective was that both girls and boys that we interviewed and in so it was, uh, nearly a hundred young people that are less active, boxing was always there. Boxing, yeah. boxer size yeah. was always top of that list top in terms of, list. of something they'd like to do and, and something they'd give it a you know, try their hand yeah. at. So that's why, particularly as you know, whenever something came up, or yeah, really you know, we a project approached us, or a school, or a, or a community group we said, "Oh, we'd like to get our kids more active, but we don't quite know how to do it. They're not active at all. They don't necessarily engage with sport." But what we know our research from your area, you know, says that you know young people want to try boxing, want to try boxing, so it, it's cool. And we know it's worked in other programs. Yeah. So, as you know, when we did the uh, the programs in Mason, they get active programs mm. in Mason, we know that they were in in hard areas of that. Um, you know, community, and yeah. and they really engage with the boxing program, so that's really worked well for us. And I think that's probably reflective as why we've had sort of forty four clubs over the last sort of yeah, yeah. Sort of yeah. Four, yeah five years. Yeah. And, and then in, do it, don't in the last since April last year, we, you know twenty nine twenty nine different clubs have been running. So awesome. you know, it's been it's been great. And as I say, that really helps us with our with our tackling our inactivity agenda. And it, and it's not a it's not a sport in the first instance where you have to have great motor skills you don't need to be able to bring a ball down no it's you don't need yeah. to be able to smash an overhead in badminton or tennis you know it, it is picking up the pads and just getting them active and getting them enjoying it and then as you know the endorphins that that releases it makes mm. people feel good and they yeah. go away not feeling like oh i lost the game or you know and oh, i wasn't quite good at that you know they've gone away feeling you know i had a good workout and now i feel good about myself mm. so yeah that's why we say working with you guys working with boxing and other boxing clubs that we worked with around the county um, sort of market that we're trying to get to now. Yeah, no good. So I think that's I
0: think we've covered a bit a bit on the of the next question I was gonna ask you like to tell us about the satellite club programme. I think we've 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 covered some of it. But what what's the main so give Give the overview of what the Satellite Club programme is. Yeah,
1: okay. So, yeah, the Satellite Club programme, as I already mentioned, is focusing on teenagers. Primarily, we're focusing on uh, 14 to 19. So, that's, again, this family comes down from Sport England, and that's where a drop-off rate is. So, a lot, as you know... And a lot of the y- your listeners will know that's where young people are, are finding other things, you mm. know, whether it be girls, boys. Yeah. As I said earlier, Xboxes, love, Island, all those sorts of things that are distracting them. GCSEs coming yeah. up, those sort of things, picking their options. You know, that age group is where it really starts to drop, and that's a national. You know, historically, that's been a national finding. So that's why we get the investment into the county through Sport England. Um, you know, and that's why we we're, we're really focusing on that age group. Um, so the way the program works is we will identify a group of young people that need support and need more physical activity probably not getting it out of home and then that probably be for a school, it might be for a youth club, it might be in a particular community and then our role is to bring in the coaches that can cater for that sport and for mm-hmm. that demand and then give them that that sort of really skilled, knowledgeable delivery of a session yeah. you know, and ideally as I say, making it fun and making it, you know, not necessarily about you know, how well can you as I said before, how well can you do an overhead smash, how well can you do this? What is it that's gonna be in that session that's gonna be fun and get people moving around yeah, and getting them physically it. active and you know, and as I say, that's part of the work we do through the Satellite Club program is putting out free workshops and um, do visit our website if you're a coach listening and wanna find out how to get involved and then how we can, you know, give you that information that we're yeah. getting. What is uh, the website? Uh, Kes- just Kes- so yeah go Kes- through that, through that on. Um just yeah, Google it, Kent Sport, we've got one coming up for one of those workshops is uh, creating positive experiences for teenagers. That's coming yeah. up on the thirteenth of Fairbean Mainstone. Um it's an evening session. So yeah, just have a look for that, have a look at our workshops. Um is that one I'm doing That's that, the I'm one talking you're it. you're talking about when so you're getting you are you're, you're returning the favour and you're gonna talk for us and talk about how, you know, you, you target those young people that are either from those deprived backgrounds or, or they are less active and how you get them in and how you create the session so yeah we really appreciate that but uh, yeah so that's how we generally work the programme and as I say we, we the funding project we try and run these projects for around 18 weeks yeah, uh, minimum because we want to give these young people a, a long Stability, that's really. right
0: because six weeks isn't long enough because some life gets in the way and stuff yeah, doesn't it well, they so might be there like three times out of the yeah. six because they can't make every week they're no, making absolutely. every other week if they go on holiday they're away or whatever yeah. it doesn't
1: quite work out so that's why we try and run these longer projects now and we you say minimum of 18 weeks is what is what we, we advise and mm. suggest to give people that chance to drop out come back oh I'm still running great I'll yeah. oh, come back to that and you know so that's a part of the sort of behaviour change model that we, we sort of work towards you know people might Relapse, and they might drop out, and then they might need to prepare again to go yeah. back and, and build that up. And it might just need the coach to just say, or a teacher in the school to go, oh, "I haven't seen you at the session for a while. Do you want to come back? It's still running." So, yeah, you know. So that's uh, that's the how the projects work. And as I say, we we fund coaching costs, we fund equipment, we can fund qualifications for the young people mm-hmm. or for the coaches if they need to to upskill themselves. Um, yeah, so that's generally how the program works, and then what we try and do is over time we try and reduce the dependency on our funding to to try and look at other avenues. And actually, once the young people have been there a little while, ask them, you know, is this something you can ask for a little bit of pocket money to yeah. bring all the parents? and yeah, they start it worked really a bit well. of input, isn't it? Yeah, but that's we need right. to get them to value that, and that's why we yeah. inject the money initially. It's like, it? like
0: between us, like it's since we've been doing the satellite clubs, we've um like we've put on a box instructor course, haven't we, where we've upskilled the teachers. Yeah. Um and we're looking to do that a little bit more but on a different scale, aren't we, at the moment with the yeah. C P D route. Like, like I was speaking with Lloyds yeah, and that's some C P D with yeah. the schools instead of a formal qualification because they've got their teaching part, like just a bit of C P D around um boxing and, and pack work and stuff
1: like that that they can incorporate into their P E programmes within the schools. Yeah, and that's really important as well because you know As long as we don't know how long funding is going to be around, it's the nature of the thing. So, we we need to make sure that all the while we're delivering these programs that there is that sustainable opportunity for the teachers to perhaps take that session on the You know, if the funding wasn't there, or as I say, if we we didn't have a coach for any reason, then the teacher can pick that up. So, that is important as well. Yeah, cool. So, um so, let's get on to the boxing part
0: then so so, what do you think of uh boxing in schools and the community? How powerful has it
1: been like from your point of view? yeah, as I say, I think I've said already, you know particularly with the, the groups that we're targeting, um, you know it really works for them you know the fact that they're you know if you've got young people that are frustrated, you have some behavior slash anger issues, then to take that out on some pads in a safe yeah. environment and, you know appropriately and the work we do at this satellite club level, which mm. is that more introductory level, is pack work, and you know we we have had conversations haven't we, weighing around teachers go oh we can't have boxing in our school, yeah. our oh, kids, particularly if it's uh when we've done stuff with pupil referral units haven't we, uh, rowing up in uh, yeah, in where you know you sort of think you know. They might worry about it, but that school particularly embraced it, didn't they? Yeah. We had a meeting with yeah. we their that's head teacher, right. and, and how many
0: how many punch ups have we had there? Well, that's it. none. None that I'm aware of. None, none I've been informed of. None at <laughs> all. None, none at all. None, none at all so, do you, you know. And that's I think right. that's it. It
1: controls it. And it, I mean, actually, what would be really interesting is to know how many punch ups, as you say, have, been, have happened on the playground right, as yeah. a you know as a result of this, because actually they've gone and taken out any frustrations any. You know, on the anger or blown off and steam let's say in in your session rather yeah. than doing it on the playground and then probably getting so i've through. been
0: explaining this like yesterday i've done a, a podcast with a teacher and, and she said the same because like one of my questions to her was what re- did any of your school teachers like anyone like your governors your head head of um, schools or anything have any reservations about boxing and like some of them did because they think oh they're going to be punching each other but then when they see the program like we've done the tasters for them when they see the program they're like Wow, look how engaged they are. And mm. then afterwards, post session, how calm they are, how focused and ready to learn they are, and and less bad behaviour and all that. And like I explain to people a lot of times, like currently, like well we we've, we've just like if I add up the schools that we've just brought on in the last two weeks, we've got forty seven schools signed up that we're delivering in every mm. single week. Brilliant. Do you know, mm. like and if 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 what we were doing in the club was going out in the playground or in the classroom, we wouldn't be working in any school. No. You know, we have 47 schools onto our books now. Like, and it's, it's, it's remarkable. And it shows the power of boxing because everyone can do it. Like, like even for instance, like last night, one of our community programs in Tunbridge, it was all females. Oh, There's not one boy in there, not one boy. All girls, all girls turning up. They're all in there having fun, laughing and joking, working hard. I everything mean, so it shows everyone can do it and that's yeah. what i think the power of boxing has been because like you say it's not a win or loss like game or anything like that in what we do like the the box fitness it's no there's no winning or losing it doesn't matter if you're slow or if you're super fast it doesn't matter if you're like not strong it, it caters yeah. for everyone doesn't yeah, it yeah no, brilliant so like, if we move over to like i don't know like um with what you've got in front of you. I don't know what data, but like, I just want to love from reports and data, how how powerful has boxing been? I know we've covered that, like when yeah. you said, you said um, a lot of people, when you've done your research, that
1: boxing's at the top, but I don't know if you've got any more informative Yeah, answers, that's it, I mean, we, off the back of that, and off the back of that, <coughs> that research back in January 18, we then later on in the year, then we'll obviously start on a lot of these satellite clubs with you, and uh, we, we actually did a, a big case study report, which we submitted to Sport England, mm-hmm. um, around the, the benefits of the programme. And, uh, you know, just looking at a few, that I've just printed off in front of me, you know, in terms of the percentages. Um, so in terms of, you know, the, the, the benefits from the coach perspective, you know, what we really wanted to do was make sure the coach had been given some support, so Louisa and I mm-hmm. um, obviously met with, you and gave yeah. that sort of making sure it was the right coach for these groups. And, and some of the things we, we put on there was does the coach remember your name? Can they, you know, explain clearly what you need to do? And just look at some of the data here so far on that, explain clearly what you need to do. Out of the 58 young people we surveyed, they said 90, 95% said, Yeah, all was clear. Come up with ni- n- new ideas each week, 93% said, Yes. Create a friendly environment, 95% are saying, Yes. Do they remember your name? Seventy-eight, bit lower there, but that's always a bit challenging, particularly yeah, when you've got big groups. Sure, but yeah, yeah. say so in the main, and one of the main things here is are the sessions fun? And a hundred percent of young people at those sessions that we yeah, come out right. and visited, um, you know, in that sort of, end of 2018, early 2019, uh, yeah. you know, they were all saying that about the sessions, you know, and you know, and one of the main things for us is is not just about the physical activity, you know say so I'm looking at it now you know we, we ask them does it make you feel warmer does it make your heart beat faster which we know is a key thing to yeah. improve physical well-being um, yeah. 91% said yes it does so that's great as well but then some of the arguably the more important things and particularly from a school's perspective is you know are they feeling fitter healthier feeling happier have they made new friends you know leadership skills and just looking at some of those you know more confidence 63% said yes yeah you know, feeling fitter and healthier 67% you know it's really up there most of them are feeling that and you over know, well, like halfway as well which yeah. is great yeah see, and bearing mm-hmm. in mind these sessions were when we when we did these these were quite new into the session so i'm sure that you know those would have increased and, mm. and, and gone up so you know there's a lot of you know beneficial parts to to, to it that's aside from the physical activity so yeah that was just some of the research we did there and the data around it and we just know that it it has made a real impact and uh, and the main thing is and we always say is <laughs> Young people are, are finding boxing fun and yeah. they found those sessions fun. And you know, a lot of these young people were young people with SEN, so to for them to come out and feel confident enough to say that and answer yes to a lot of those things was, was really positive for us. Fantastic!
0: No, that's great to hear, and that's good because I've not seen them numbers before, so it's, yeah. that's really um, reassuring and rewarding for us as an organization to know that, that out of all them, schools like that's over like the 29 projects, isn't it? So, yeah. like, it's over that that's great to see them numbers that's fantastic so like let's move on to like like PE like in schools like what do you think about the current
1: PE provision is there
0: enough PE in most schools like with physical activity
1: yeah it's hard to be honest with you it's hard for me to to say you know in terms of what each school is doing I mean particularly secondary which is obviously my focus area and then there's another 550 primary schools it's hard for us to quantify it. I know Youth Sport Trust are doing a bit of Mm. work around it, trying to find out what's going on in schools and they have done some data and released that around the school. Off the top of my head, I can't think of what the percentage is, but in terms of here in Kent, um, just the conversations I'm having is that probably no, there's Mm. not enough PE going on in schools. Um, And you know, maybe sometimes you hear the the worst parts of it and there are other schools in the county that that do do their guidance of two hours per week. Yeah there's a lot that we're hearing particularly when you get to year 10 and 11 that are saying well, we don't do any don't you know do any. And, and you know and that that's a real worry because yeah. I think the the thing for us is that and I completely appreciate why those core subjects and the GCSE grades are so important but what we're trying to advocate now to schools is that the if you're physically active the the reduction of stress around those yeah. periods when there's exams. Absolutely. And, and you know, and, and actually the the mental well-being and actually illness. So if, you, mm. if you're physically active and healthy, you know, you're less likely to take sick days at school. Yeah. So you're going to be in school, you're going to be doing your, your your English GCSE revision, you're going to be doing your maths, you're going to be doing your science. So, you know, that's another thing to think about. But particularly around exams when stress is so high, we know that... Physical activity can reduce stress, and yeah. it's been proven. As yeah. I mentioned, the Active Lives data we we take you know people just feeling happier about things, and and uh, having better degrees of physical literacy shows that there's so much more benefits that it has yeah. around mental well-being. Um, you know, if if they're physically active, so you know, th- yeah, my honest answer would be that. It, it's dependent on each school, and and it would be wrong
0: it, yeah. to say all schools are not doing enough. No, that's right. Yeah, no, no there, there, there is some standouts, isn't there? But you know, I, I, I'm in agreement with that. I think there needs to be more. Yeah. Uh, there's out, out of all the schools that that I've been in over the past seven years, uh, I've come across one school that we worked with um, last academic year, and that was Wayfield Primary School in um, in Chatham actually, and they. Every class has an hour of PE a day. A day, wow. A day. And I was like, wow. Like, yeah, that, that is brilliant. That is absolutely Because they should do. Like, that's why I'm a big advocate. Like, the Daily Mile. I think that is yeah. a great initiative. Like, that, that should be done. Like, yeah. an hour a day. Like, the school should be doing this. Because, like, we have... I have, um, I have conversations with schools now regarding lunchtime clubs. And, like, because we've found... Like we we run a few lunchtime clubs in, in various schools now and we're finding like with the reports back from the school like like post session how like the the benefits they are seeing like are really getting really powerful like yeah. the ma- like amount of work the students are being able to done the, the more the more focused they are they're not so tired or irritable or anything like that yeah. And I'm having chats with more schools about how we can like develop this and like and trying to encourage them because I found that some schools have half hour for lunch break, yeah. and then they're wondering why. Like and I and I ask them, I say, why have they only got half hour for lunch? And they say, oh well, if you let them go any longer, we have all sorts of trouble mm-hmm. in the playground and and stuff like that. And I say, okay, all right. So what's happening in the afternoon? They're enough disruptive, yeah. I'm like, yeah, why do you think (laughs) that is? Because they're not letting any steam off. you are you they're they're sat in a classroom, you're trying to overload them with lots of information and not getting the time. Like, it's the same as what we were talking about earlier about at lunchtime for workers, get off, get out of the office, go for a walk, clear your head. Yeah, it's exactly the same. You want to overload the brain, like they need the release. And we're talking with more schools, trying to encourage more lunchtime programs because it's. they will see the benefits, same as our yeah. before school programs. Like we're always full for after school clubs. Everyone wants after school clubs, and we're full for them. And 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 as well as they're great because it is working. They're great fun. Um, soon as they, uh, if you're looking for benefits as a school, like you're bringing in the club, because some are not just to have a club on. Some are to, some are to aim at specific like outcomes, and. And some of them, like, when they say, Oh, can we do an after school? You can do an after school club, no problem. But the, be- the people are going to see the benefit of the parents. Because yeah. they're going to go home calmer, they're going to have a nice night, but then they're going to, uh, some will sit on Xbox all the way through the night and then come to school irritable, like, not okay. having no breakfast, nothing like that. And then we're back in the same circle. Yeah. So I explain like the benefits of what we're seeing with our before school and our lunchtime yeah. clubs, and and
1: how the schools are seeing the real benefits from yeah. this. Like, yeah. And I say, and I think one of the as you know, one of the things we're looking at doing is um is, is trying to uh, do some more around in in school time, like you know, not during their PE curriculum, because mm. as I say, at Kent Sport, we are we are funded to do the extracurricular, yeah. and more side of that. Um, but what we're looking at is actually. Uh, doing a pilot project uh, with one of our local schools, one of our secondary schools, and we're looking to bring the kids actually, and, and fair play to the the senior leadership team here, because they're going to bring the kids out of one of their double English lessons, Yeah, and they're going to bring them in and, and they're going to do some blasts and do right. some boxing yeah. with you guys, yeah, yeah, as you know. Yeah, yeah. We start and that next week. Yeah, we? start yeah. that next week, and, hope, and then what we're going to do is mm. measure how they did before Christmas. The two terms, and then we're going to measure how they do in the two terms after Christmas, yeah. and see their behaviour and attendance, and, and and hopefully what we can do is actually say, even taking them out of a double English lesson and for an hour of that, forty-five minutes of that, yeah. you know they are going to set homework as well, so yeah, they're going that's to cut right. that, yeah. because
0: that's what they're doing.
1: They're going to set yeah. homework goals, and also they had an extra session where they could yeah. uh, recap. So them. that's it. So that's going to really impact on how much you know sport is important and can benefit yeah. other subjects if we can get that right and we can push that out to wider schools across Kent then hopefully people and senior leadership teams will start to buy into that and yeah. hopefully at yeah. least keep PE not necessarily bringing them out of English but at least keeping them right. doing PE for that two hours a week and we'll be even more busier yes. <laughs> 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 which is great but not just yeah. us but other sports yeah. as well you yeah. know like it's yeah. not
0: just about us it's like getting getting everyone active, which is fantastic. So, okay, right. I know that we're getting a little bit pressed for time. We've we've had a great pod and everything. So, I just want to just want to finish off with a with two questions,
1: really. Like, what is Kent Sports' long term goals? Yeah, good question. Good question. It's always um, we're always we know we're going to be focusing on this that activity agenda, and we know all over the work we've done over the last three four years around engaging partners in health, our colleagues through, through KCC and health and. And you know, working with different partners for the NHS and things like that to try and get these least active people active. And and through schools, similarly, we you know we work at, we have got a new project that's coming on board. We're gonna be doing some pilot work, more pilot work with schools, um we're gonna be trying to looking at how we can tap into different sections of schools, not just your heads of PE and the people that obviously the people who are sporty engaged with, we're gonna look at you know, maybe your your Senkos, you know, flows in the schools, those people who are dealing with people that aren't coming to school or have behaviour issues in schools and actually sports not on their radar. We're going to be trying to work with them more. And over the next year, um, we've got a few projects, and one of the ones I just mentioned around piloting that work. So I see that's where we're going with it. Mm. We will be looking at tackling yeah. activity, we will be working on our most deprived areas, we will be focusing on disability. Females underrepresented groups, that's the way just we see it. In terms of too. our strategy going forward, as I mentioned, Sporting Union have just embarked and this week have done their first mm-hmm. webinar around the initial thoughts and findings from their pilots they've been doing. So a lot of that will be dictated as to exactly how we tackle an activity will be dictated by the programme Sporting Union are going to run, what the focuses they're going to do, and there's going to be a lot of consultation over the next year that will really. Set our goals, if you like, for the future. But yeah, I, we, I, I, I'm very confident it's going to be really focusing on having the biggest impact with those. active yeah. At the
0: moment, excellent, no good stuff. So, and I'll finish off with a question I keep. I, I ask everyone just to finish off like, who would you recommend us to and why? Everyone and anyone, to be
1: honest, and Not just you're sat, not just to <laughs> sat in the room and you're holding <laughs> your fist up at me. Nothing to do with that. But no, no, just joking aside, it. You know, really, just everyone and everyone I mean, schools. We. So much evidence now, and some, yeah. some of which I touched on, you know, in terms of the amount of school projects we're doing. And if you want to get kids, you know, feel more active, you know, and, and, and taking out some frustration, I recommend it to get in touch with you guys at Olympia Boxing. As yeah. I say, you know, and if he's getting in touch with us for, for after school extracurricular, we might see how it goes going forward. As I say, just a pilot we're doing at the moment in that mm-hmm. English lesson, which is not something we normally do, but going forward, hopefully. We can look at more lunchtime clubs. We can look at more breakfast clubs going yeah. forward. Once um, we know how we're going to move forward with, as I say, with the new strategies that are national as well. So, yeah, as I say, generally speaking, you know, I'd, uh, you know, something we probably haven't touched on too much is around our community work now. The other stuff we're doing in those hard to reach areas. The, mm. the great program we did over the summer with you guys in yeah. terms of you know, in Saunders Street yeah. actually, in the middle of Gillingham, really... You know, so it's not just in, schools, is it? it's, yeah. it's, it's taking it's taken it to where the kids yeah, are. where are the kids uh, are, and, and you know, we, we know that some kids, the last thing they want to do at three o'clock when the bell goes is stay behind and yeah. stay in that school where... So we know we need to look at more community areas. We, we, we've we already spoke this week and we went about a, um colleagues in KCC Youth Hub in, in Northly looking mm. to do some new sessions and boxing again, yeah, unsurprisingly, right. was voted for by the young people, so... Yeah, as I say, you know, the recommendation's there. And to be honest, the, the recommendation that we make is, is always to partners, ask young people what they want to do. You know, mm-hmm. and we, we give them a, a basic questionnaire where they can select yeah. the sports, and boxing often gets picked. So yeah. you know, it, in fact, it's, it's actually the young people that are recommending the sport yeah. and boxing. Then yeah. our job is just to go, who do we know? Yeah. Who are the, the best deliverers? Who got the best right. experience with these young people? And, and we know, you know Olympia Boxing are one of those partners in the county that we will call upon time and time again. Great links with clubs as well, so you can signpost people longer term into those clubs as well. So, yeah, as I say, just um, no, we're really grateful for the work you do, and as I say, the numbers that you, you've achieved as the same in, in terms of those 44 clubs over the last four years and just in the last year financially of those 29 clubs you know the amount of young people that have gone through them has been amazing so yeah, yeah, no. we thank you for all the work and your coaches do so yeah no thank
0: you thank you it's great partnering with you because it's um we're all, we're all striving for the same thing aren't we we're all striving the same goal yeah, no, it's, it's great that we work together so Okay, then nice one, Dan. I think like that's brought us to the end of that. Like we've had a good, I've had a good amount of your time, which is what I'm thankful for. Yeah. And I'm hoping the listeners have um, had some good information, a good insight into what Kent Sport does as well, which is is always good because. Um, uh, a lot of people then might know who you are, but they don't. They don't actually necessarily know the extent of what Kent Sport does. Yeah, so it's great so, to yeah. give the opportunity yeah. to speak KentSport.org. about Kent Sport. org.
1: Yeah, S- yeah. Find us. There's so much we do, and you know, and so please do look us up, and there'll be someone that's helpful to, uh, to to guide you in your way.
0: Will do. Okay, and
1: Daniel, thank you very much. Really Cheers. Well. Cheers, mate
0: okay then guys so i think that was a fantastic pod um so lots of information there talking about the schools element the community element and just sport in general about making people active which is fantastic and what we all like to do so uh, just as usual as we ask at the end if you could rate and review this podcast on any platform that you're listening to that'd be fantastic because this helps the podcast uh, reach a greater audience please 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 do that because it is getting it out there as i said in one of the previous uh, pods we're we're now being listened to in america sweden poland i've seen one in germany this week um so it's fantastic like that's blowing me away Uh, if you would like to see more of what we do please visit our website www.olympiaboxing.co.uk we're on all social media platforms facebook Uh, We have our Olympia Boxing CIC page and we've got our community group which is open to everyone to join. It's a closed group so everyone can discuss matters and encourage each other uh, more better. And then we are at um, Twitter and uh, Instagram. We're at Olympia Boxing. So please give us a follow and you'll see everything that we're getting up to. Lots of videos, lots of content, lots of education videos as well coming out now which is fantastic. So we shall be releasing the podcast um, another new one next Tuesday with another good guest. So look forward to speaking to all them. Take care. Bye bye. Have a good week.